Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let us pray and ask the Lord to speak to us from the Scripture. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can have the Word the Holy Bible. We can study, we can read, we can understand by the help of the Holy Spirit. Father, we value your Bible so much, Lord, and we want to embrace everything in this book into our life. We want to hold on to the truth of God. We want to be the servant who are very pleasing to your eyes, Lord. We Ask the Holy Spirit to really speak to us today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Today I would like to talk the second part of the subject called Be Above Reproach. I taught one time already two months ago, but I will continue to talk about it. In fact, it's not very deep teaching, but I believe that the Scripture that I'm going to read help us, remind us to move to the next level, to the next step of Christian life. When we serve God, one of the most important things in our service to the Lord is to make sure that we grow up spiritually. We should not stay stagnant. We should not think that we have arrived and we know everything. We should continue to develop our spiritual life. We should continue to grow into maturity, into the likeness of Christ. If we don't set up that goal, we will not do it. So it's one thing about coming up to play guitar or preach the word or teach the word in the care group and say, you see, I know a lot of Bible. But it's another thing about you focus on yourself to grow. And the more you become mature, God can trust you more to take care of more people because He can trust you that you will not cause damage to other people's life. So that's why this teaching is more like I'm going to focus on improving my life to be a better servant of God. In Psalm chapter 101, verses 6 to 7, these are statements that King David spoke to the Lord. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Our close friend should be faithful people, and we should be faithful people. Only those who are above reproach. Above reproach means People look at our life and could not find faults, cannot criticize or cannot say, you need correction. You live above reproach. Will be allowed to serve me. King David said that, I will choose only people who are faithful, people who live a life above reproach. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my 
presence. King David had a very high standard in choosing people to serve with him, and we should have a high standard to ourselves too. We should lift our own life to the higher standard as a servant of God, and at the same time, we should recruit people, especially in the leadership level or the high position, come in with a high standard. It's normal. Part of human being to want to grab the microphone, to be able to preach, to be able to teach, to use authority, and to speak in public. I have faced this situation many times that people just want to teach and to speak in public. I gave counseling to a pastor in another city, who told me that a lot of people told her, "You know, I have a gift of teaching, preaching." Why don't you allow me to be behind the pulpit? A lot of people want to be behind the pulpit, but I answer this way: I say, if people have the gift, God gonna give the opportunity. God will open the door for that gift to be used. But the most important thing is not about trying to climb the ladder to get behind the pulpit or to have the position. The most important is that what kind of lifestyle we have. What kind of character we have? Because in order to preach alone, it's not enough. People read your life, listen to your teaching, form the way you live more than what you say. That's why, when we read the scripture, you can see that God really expects high standard of servant of God, very high standard. And I know this is not a very complicated teaching, but When I read this scripture, I want you to really just take into your heart and commit that I will do what the Bible say. I will improve my life to the level of the standard of the Bible. Philippians chapter two, fifteen to sixteen say, so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless. You see, we don't appoint people easily. People can say. I can do this. I can do that. I want to see that they prove themselves first before we give authority. And sometimes people can be mad that we don't give authority right away. In fact, I just got a message from another country that one of the servant in the church left the church, resigned from the church, and the reason because. The pastor did not give this person another title, so I'm leaving. Wow, that is not good. You know, maybe God wants to test you for a while until you pass all the tests before the pastor, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, give that bigger title. We need to prove ourselves to be blameless, innocent, children of God, above. Reproach, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you appear as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I will have reason to glory. Paul said that he took care of all these people, and one day when he met Jesus at the throne. He can say that, look at my ministry. All these people that I train, 
they so they do so well. They live above reproach. They are blameless. They shine the lights in the crooked generation, in the dark world. I will have reason to glory, because I did not run in vain. He said that my ministry did not go in vain. Look at the fruit of my ministry. All these people that I take care of, they're so mature, they're so godly, they're so holy, they're so righteous, they're blameless. Paul has that goal to see the maturity and the progression, spiritual progression of people who were under his care. I did not run in vain, nor toil in vain. To serve God sometimes is very tiring. Jet lag, lack of rest, lack of time to do for yourself because you have to give, 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 sacrifice. And Paul said that my toil, my hard work will not go in vain if all of you grow up, live a blameless life, and prove yourself to the eyes of God that you are the real gem. You are the real jewelry of God. You are not fakey people. Well, Paul emphasized, as I continue to read the scripture, you're going to see that Paul say again and again in many passages the same way. He emphasized character, and at the end, he always emphasized this way that hold fast to the word of life. Take serious about the Word of God, put it into practice. Whatever you learn, do it. Practice it. Don't just teach, don't just go and share the Word, but you live a life according to the Bible. That's what he emphasized again and again. Look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 to 9. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice again after he talked about all the good character and quality of life. I like Paul very much, actually. I have the same heart like Paul. I'm not excited about signs and wonder that much, even though I love signs and wonder. I love to see cast out demons, healing the sick, and miracles happen. I welcome signs and wonder very much. But more important than signs and wonders, I agree with Paul, that we need to emphasize the character. This scripture talks about the character in the area of the mind, the thought process. Make sure your mind is full of the truth, honorable thing, right thing, pure thing, lovely thing, admirable thing, excellent, and things that are worthy to be praised. Your mind needs to be pure, need to be clean, think in the right way. And again, at the end of the word of encouragement to live with the right character or serve with the right character. He come back to the same conclusion. Keep putting into practice all you learn 
and receive from me everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. He always ends his encouragement by emphasizing the importance of taking the word of God seriously, practicing the word of God, doing what the word of God say. This kind of attitude or lifestyle should be in every servant of God. I'm one of them. I really take serious about the word of God. I really want to put the word of God into practice. I don't want to play game with God. Whatever God say, I will do it. I will not find excuses or any reason to delete or to dilute the word of God. I will do what the word of God say. Because I want to be the right example in the church. If I preach the word, I need to do the word. And I need to take it seriously. And Paul speaks to all of us through the scripture that we should do the same thing. We should take serious about what we learn from Sunday's sermon. Learn from Bible classes. Reading the Bible. Put into practice. Amen. Again, character is important. Be above reproach. Have the right character. First Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 to 13. Again, the words of exhortation from Paul to the church. Now, the overseer or the pastor or the elders of the church must be, must be, not should be, must be above reproach. When people look at the way you live, the way you speak, your attitudes, the way you handle your family, money, the way you dress up, everything, no one can say, oh, he has problem. No one can shake their head like this. You need to live your life in the level that people cannot fight for with you in everything. Very high standard. I like it. Because our God is the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords. He deserves the best from us. Excellent life from us. The husband, but one wife. Temperate. Temperate means that we live according to our means. We don't go beyond our means. We live in a temperate way. Self-control. Not easily anger. Not Lose temper. You control yourself very well in every situation. Respectable. Can people look at you and respect you? The way you live, your lifestyle. Hospitable. You open your home. You take care of people. You welcome people. You make people feel at home. Hospitable in the church. Hospitable at home. Hospitable everywhere you go. Um, in my clinic, I want to show that I'm a Christian doctor. So I always welcome my patient very well. And when I talk to them, I make my posture, I look at their eyes and focus on what they say, nod my head, listen, and never ignore what my patient say. And after that, I will walk out with them to the counter and introduce them to my assistant and say, could you help this patient this way? Today I even roll 
the wheelchair out. A very big person sit on the wheelchair. I rode it out myself. I show hospitality. Not only in the church, everywhere I go, I need to show hospitality. People feel that I welcome them, I love them, I care about them. And you should do this at home too. Send people to the door. At church, look for people, welcome people, greet people, smile, get to know their names. Very hospitable, able to teach. Good leader, good pastor, good servant of God need to be serious about the word and know the Bible enough to be able to teach. Not given to drunkenness, not being addicted to or take something too much like alcohol or drugs or playing game. I think today generation people get addicted to the games. They pull the phone out and play game all day long. So today maybe if Paul write the letter today, he will say, "Not given too much to the video game." It's different generation. At that generation, they don't have video game, so they use alcohol for fun. Not violent, very gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. Very important that we don't love money. Loving money will make our ministry fall. We should not love money at all. He must manage his own family well. A good elder know how to manage the family, and see that his children obey him with proper respect. Wow, very high standard here. Huh? So Paul emphasized every part of life, emphasized the quality of being a good family man, good wife, also. Lifestyle, not get addiction, self-control, respectable, hospitable. The lifestyle that is above reproach. The emotion, very self-control, not violent, but very gentle. Manage the household very well. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert. Or he may become conceited or prideful, and fall under the same judgment as the devil. Pride should not be with any leadership. Leader are servants. When we are leaders, when we are ministers, we are servants. We are not there to tell people what to do. We need to serve. Therefore, we need to be humble. We should not be prideful like the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders, so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. Do you have good reputation with outsiders or not? How your co-workers think about you? How your boss think about you? How the customer think about you? Do they respect you? Wow. All around, above reproach, not just only in the church, outside the church, at home, anywhere you go, you live like a the light of heaven. People look at you and put thumb up to our heavenly Father. Again, Paul talk about deacons in the same way. 
Deacons likewise are to be men worthy of respect. When people see you, they want to respect you. And what sincere? We should not be crooked people. We should not be insincere people. Not indulging in much wine or in much video game or movie or anything that causes you to be addicted, and not pursuing dishonest gain. Very honest about money. Very honest about how to handle things in life. We don't cheat. We don't do anything to gain something for us in a dishonest way. They must keep hold of the deep truth. Again, you notice that Paul always come back to, "Hey, keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience." I have clear conscience with the Bible. Whatever God say, when God told me that I don't own any church, every church belong to Him only. I'm just servant. I have a clear conscience to believe that no members in the church belong to me. Every church in the world belong to God, not to me at all. I need to have a clear conscience with the Word of God. Say, do everything according to the Bible. Financially, everything we can stand before God and say, "God, look at my heart. I am clear here. I don't have any hidden agenda. I don't do anything in the dark. You can see me. You can examine my hand. You can examine my heart. You can examine my bank account. You can see how I handle my life at home, behind the scene. No one see me at the house, in my bedroom. People." May not see me, but you see me, and I have a clear conscience before you. I practice the word everywhere I go. They must first be tested, and then if there is nothing against them, sometimes God tests people to see whether you are real or not. And sometimes people flunk the test, and they don't get promotion. We need to pass the test. God gonna test us, and sometimes leader will test us. Let them serve as deacon if they pass the test. In the same way, their wife are to be women worthy of respect, not malicious talkers. Wife should not be gossipers or talk something that cause other people to be damaged, but. Temperate and trustworthy in everything. Wow, very high standard. I like it. A deacon must be the husband of but one wife, and must manage his children, his household well. Those who have served well gain an excellent standing or gain excellent reputation, and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. I believe that. One of the reasons that younger generation backslide, or we see that many young people walk away from church and don't want to have anything to do with Jesus anymore, because of the hypocrisy in the church, because leaders and pastor don't hold on to this teaching. They preach well, but behind the scene they do something bad, cheat money. Commit adultery, arrogant, 
not temperate, not self-control. You can speak so well, you can preach so well, you know the Bible, but if your life is not above reproach, one day you will fall and you will disappear from the pulpit. And people will not respect you and you can cause damage to the soul of people that they can backslide and walk away from the church. They get hurt in the church because of the crookedness, because of the insincerity of the leadership or of the servant of God in the church. That's why God put so high standard to save soul and to keep people in the kingdom. Without high standard, people will walk away. Especially today, people are not dumb anymore. They can tell. They walk into the church. They can tell right away, are you real or you are goofy? Are you just hypocrites? That's why the word above reproach is so important as a servant of God. Titus chapter 1 verses 5 to 9. For this reason I left you in Crete, that you would set in order what remains and appoint elders in every city as I directed you. Titus represented Paul to appoint elders in different churches. Namely, if any man is above reproach, <laughs> Paul starts from the word above reproach again. What kind of people his co-worker should appoint to be elders in the church? The person above reproach. The husband of one wife, having children who believe, not accused of dissipation or rebellion. Children of this kind of men and women should not be rebellious children. For the overseer must be above reproach as God's steward. They should be good steward of God to handle money very well, handle things very well, not cheating, not cunning, not take advantage of the church system to get money for themselves. Take care of the time, the everything that God put under their care very well. Not self-will, in other words, not be arrogant, not quick temper, not addicted to wine, not pugnacious, you will say it right, which means not violent, not fond of sordid gain or dishonest gain, but again, hospitable, loving that what is good, people who love good things, sensible, just Devout means commit to live a holy life, commit to do the right thing. Very devout. Self-control. Again, he ends the whole passage with holding fast the faithful word which is in accordance with the teaching so that he will be able both to exhort in sound doctrine. Because you know the word well, you can encourage people with the sound doctrine of the scripture and to refute or to answer or to clear up the misunderstanding those who contradict. You can see here that the servant of God live above reproach in their words, their action, their money, family life, parenting, being a husband, being a wife, how to manage their time 
and they need to be people who really devoted to the word of God. Can be the servant of God that God is very pleased with. Let me read one more. First Peter five two to four, shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly. You are not serving because you have a position or money, or you seek reputation. You serve because you're willing to take care of God's people, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly on fire. Be eagerly. Know as being lords over those entrusted to you. We don't use authority to lord over people or to control people or manipulate people. But being examples to the flock, you lead people by example. But when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crowd of glory that does not fade away. Again and again. Peter say the same thing. Paul say again and again that we need to be example. We need to be above reproach. We need to serve God with a purity of heart, righteous. We need to be right before the eyes of God. Check our heart. Check our action. Our lifestyle. Are we right before God or not? Are we above reproach? Let me read last scripture and end. First Timothy, chapter four, verses twelve to thirteen. Let no one despise your youth. So age is not important. What is more important? But be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, or in attitude and motive here. In faith, how much faith you have? In purity, wow! This all—if you can do it—you are above reproach. Till I come, then he end the word of encouragement the same way again. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. I believe that our church should. Go fully with the Holy Spirit, the anointing, the fire, everything. We need to go one thousand percent with the Holy Spirit, but at the same time, we should really take serious about this book to know the truth, the doctrine, practice it, and the Bible must be our guidance in everything we do. I read all these passages of the scripture to remind all of us. Actually, nothing deep in here. It's just reminding that I make a decision. I commit to improve my life in everything I do. My action, my conduct, my lifestyle, my speech, my faith, the love that I have. The financial management, the family life, related to people outside the church, every aspect of life, I will be above reproach. God will be happy with me. I will be real to Him. I'm not a hypocrite. I will not act one way in the church. 
and act another way outside the church. We should fear God. We should have reverence toward God, and realize that we cannot hide from Him. He see everything we do, whether in front of people or behind people. He knows, and He not only knows what you're doing everywhere in the world. He knows what you think in your heart too. You can lie to people, but you cannot lie to God. So let us have the fear of God. Let us walk the life that, in the eyes of God, He say, "Good servant, faithful. You are trustworthy. I trust you. I can put a lot of people under your care." I'm gonna give you more anointing, and you can do more work for me. I'm gonna honor you because you honor me. I will use you to bless the world. Many people will be blessed through you. Let us make that decision. I don't know about you. I make decision to be this kind of servant, the servant that live a life that is above reproach. I examine my life every day. I watch my life carefully. I always check my attitude. I check my conscience. I always check the motive, whatever I do in my life. I always check how I behave as a husband, how I behave as a dad. I check my motive all the time. I'm very careful and pay attention to my own life a lot. Not just about preaching, preaching on Sunday, but I really want to make sure that my life is pleasing to God. And I think every servant of God should have that kind of lifestyle. You examine your life all the time. It's not just about serving, but you yourself be example and be pleasing to the Lord. Amen. So this teaching is just to remind us to lift up to another level of standard. More and more each year to be better and better and better, and God will really trust us more and more. Amen. God is faithful, and He keep His promise. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, for reminding all of us how to walk as a servant in Your kingdom. Father, help us to. Understand the way of heaven. Help us to be righteous, pure, holy, mature, strong in the spirit. O oh Lord, we make a decision. We can obey you, but you help us by your grace to live above reproach, Father. May this teaching continue to encourage a lot of people in the body of Christ. In your church, Father, we thank you so much. May your Holy Spirit continue to work in our life every day, to grow up, to progress, and to become more like Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www. 
newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.